So we want to make sure that our kids are raised within an, in an environment that makes them succeed. And I think the litmus test here, Chad, like the bumper sticker on this for parents is, is what I'm doing right now preparing them for the real world or creating a bubble? Smart Monday Parenting. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Smart Money Parenting. I got my buddy Chad Willardson, one of my favorite humans on the planet here with me today. Chad, I, uh, I want to ask you a hard question to start the okay. day. Let's hear it. Can you think back to your childhood for a sec? And I want you to think about this because here's the topic of the day. Mirror the environment your kids will enter in the world so that, so that their software is ready for it, okay? Instead of giving them a bubble. That's the point of today. Can you think back to your childhood and what was one of the most critical things that you had in your home growing up? that mirrored the environment of the real world that you would give anything to make sure that all parents have? Well, that's a good question. What did I have as a kid to mirror the environment that I would mature into that I want to make sure other parents have, right? That's the question. Yep. As I think back to being a kid, I was the oldest of four. I had three younger sisters. One thing that my parents really, really instilled in us was that nobody was going to do it for us. Like the work was the work and work always came before play. So there were so many times I was tempted to, to, to bite on the invitations of my friends to go, go to the beach and go hang out and go to the movies and go shoot hoops at the park before I finished my work but there was 0% chance I was going to be allowed to do that, even though I might miss out on fun stuff. And I think that's a temptation for parents is they have the FOMO, they have their kid FOMO on behalf of their kids. But my mom was so like, she was so intentional about making sure we did a lot of work before we could go play. And that to me, that's the real world. Like when I started my career, it was like work first, save money, invest money first play and leisure later. And that's a principle that's carried with me to how I parent my five kids. But like my list on Saturday, before I could go to the beach was insane. I showed my friends the list. And they're like, dude, that, that's crazy. That is crazy stuff. Like, we just had to make our beds and do something. And then we could take off to the beach. And it was very comfortable. But where I was, where I was learning, they were just getting away with stuff and maybe being in that kind of that bubble of just like, well, whatever's fun, as long as you're happy and don't complain. For me, my parents were more about like, you have to work before you play. And so I, I'm with, I'm like that with my kids. And my wife sometimes is like, Chad, you got to chill on that. I'm like, look, we do not play before we work. Like we work first and the rewards come later. And so that's something that I think I would love to instill that in as many parents as possible. Man, I think you hit a button. This might be our best episode ever. Oh, and, let's we were, hear it. and we were going into this one being like, I don't know about this. Totally unscripted, obviously. So let's hear what you got out of that. Well, the point, and you and I, we hear things as we talk to families and, you know, as gravy stack gets off the ground, we're starting to hear from a ton of parents and this theme kept coming. It's like, how do I prepare my kids for the real world? How do I right. prepare my kids to succeed outside the nest? And this simple answer is give them an environment at home in the nest that mirrors outside the nest, right? And that is the whole point is, I think what you said is brilliant. I think about my life, work before play was the norm. 
we never missed an assignment growing up. Like right. it was, it was not just not acceptable in our home. It's not being a Donald meant finishing your homework, no matter right. what, even right. if it was midnight, like you're doing your homework. That is right. a, a staple. You're getting your chores. Like you're getting your work done in the home before the play you earn the play, right? It's not play and then have a, you know, have a blast and then we'll work, you know, if there's a little bit of time left some random day of the week, you know, we were a work first play harder family and we played hard growing up. You know, we had a lot of fun, but the, the, the work discipline, the work ethic that came absolutely first and you almost like earned it. And then you enjoyed it more actually. For sure. Thinking about my childhood, we actually, when we earned it, we had a blast when it was given to us, dude, I was an anti, I got some trophies as a kid and some participation rib. I threw those things in the garbage so fast. I was like, well, I, I posted Scott, I posted on LinkedIn, a picture of me at, at nine years old. I, with my shirt off and I'm mowing the lawn in the backyard. I was nine years old. And on my post on LinkedIn, I said, this was my GoFundMe in 1988. Like that was my GoFundMe. Like I had to get out and do the work. Like there was no GoFundMe, you know, <laughs> like it's, it was always, always hard work before play. And I think that mirrors the environment of real life. Like if you're taught those principles as a kid mm. and you're more prepared for the real world, because if you're in that bubble of just whatever feels good and makes you feel special and happy, you get out in the real world and you're like, wait, everyone's not catering to me. What is this world we're in? Like, I, I'm not used to this. I'm used to everyone just doing whatever makes me happy. Yeah. I'm not, I, this isn't what I grew up doing. Right. You you know, you didn't cater to my every need. You didn't give me all the space I wanted. I didn't get the three. I I would like, Oh, we had somebody we hired the other day that we didn't hire them, but they asked before we hired them, is this in person or virtual? And how many actual hours a week are you asking me to work? But for for a full-time job. And this was like a right out of college kid. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. How about, in person 40 at least like let's just right. start there as the assumption people and they're right. like oh I, I gotta i gotta think about that i'll get back to you and we're like okay moving on and it's like what who raised you who raised right. you? are you kidding me right now we have to make sure that we're mirroring the environment so that the kids software is upgraded to match it that's the totally point. totally so you know i one of the things we laughed about before this episode uh do you think your boss is going to count to three yeah not a chance I told you to do this i told you to do this one two i feel like i'm doing that sometimes with employees and people it's like we we said this is the goal we said this is the project this is the deadline this is the standard that we were going to live by these are the principles that we follow and, and it's always going to be work before play and serve like if you're not taught to serve if you don't mirror that environment as a kid then they're going to wake up in the real world and say, it's going to be harsh reality. Like, well, people are here to serve me because that's what I learned in my 18 years at home is that I get whatever I want and things should be adjusted to make sure I'm happy and comfortable, but that's not the real world. So sometimes kids have to make sacrifices. They have to miss fun things. They have to do things that stink, that suck, like it's hard, but they got to go through that, that stuff because that's the real world. Yeah. You know, you scrape your knee, not, not everyone's going to have run over and, and wipe it off and put a little bandaid on you. That's just That's not the right. real world. Yeah. The real world is not a what's in it for me thinking. It's a what's in it for them thinking, right? It's true. When a kid is raised thinking the whole time, like what's in this for me, 
what can I get out of this? How do I get the most? How do I get the most candy in this scenario? How do I get the best reward? Uh, and I'm not thinking about the other people around me. You're going to get sorely disappointed, sorely when you're in the real world, because the people that are the fastest to get the bonus, the fastest to get promoted, the most successful people I know, they are thinking what's in it for them, right? This is Joe, our friend Joe Polish's new book, What's In It For Them. It's a brilliant, brilliant sales and marketing book, but really it's a life principle. Raise your kids to be thinking about what is the value that I can create for myself and other people around me. That's how value is created. Value is not just a me thing. Value is for other people that makes the pie bigger. That's a critical environment to raise kids in. Create that value. That's, this is what our books are all about, man. Smart, not spoiled for you and value creation kid for me. You have to build kids an environment around them that mirrors the real world, right? This is why we have the home economy in Gravy Stack, right? Setting expectations, setting expenses, and setting extra pay. Kids are now getting a model of the real economy at home, and it's automated and simple for families. Yeah, some things you just do, ready. like the home economy, like you said, Scott, expectations are some things you just got to do. That's just expected of you. Like, you don't have to get paid for everything that you do as a kid. So don't put your hand out and ask for rewards every time you do something small. There are some things you just do that's expectations. And in, in the real world, no one is applauding me for sweeping the floor. No one's applauding you or your wife for doing the dishes. Like, you just have to do that because that's life. So mirror some, some of that real world experience in your home because your kids will not be so shocked when they turn 18 and leave the home. Yeah, expenses is another huge one. I think so many parents, you know, we've done some basic tests now in Gravy Stack. Almost 80 to 90% of parents never have their kids pay for anything. This is crazy to think about. Yeah. Like yeah. Most yeah. of these parents have never thought, oh, the hundreds of dollars I spend every month on my kids for toys and trinkets and outings and birthday presents and social events and whatever, they're just asking me for money all the time. And that does not mimic the real world, right? So having kids starting to cover their own expenses at ages six to eight, and then when they're getting their driver's license, they're covering at least a dozen of their major expenses. They're learning how to budget and they're earning extra pay in the house or in the community with the neighbors or getting their first jobs. Like those are mimicking the real world, mimicking the real world. And so we want to make sure that our kids are raised within an, in an environment that makes them succeed. And I think the litmus test here, Chad, like the bumper sticker on this for parents is, is what I'm doing right now, preparing them for the real world right, or creating a bubble that's not the real world, that's going to make them get this toxic shock syndrome when they turn 18 and leave the house and just get blindsided by all of these other things that have nothing to do with the real world. You're not loving your kids anymore by coddling. By right. spoiling, by entitling. You're, you're preparing them for shock and failure of the worst kind because they, they don't believe that they need to do anything. It needs to be all catered to their needs and their wants. And we see a lot of these people, like you said, when we interview for different business opportunities and they have no clue that the real world doesn't revolve around their 22-year-old self. And they haven't been prepared. They haven't really realized that it takes a lot of work and sacrifice. And every one of us has to start from the bottom. We have to start from the ground up and create value and, and be meaningful. 
contribute. Those are things and be unselfish and be coachable. Those are things that you don't learn if you're completely coddled in a bubble your whole life and told how special you are and that whatever you want is what you get. And that's not what smart money parents are doing these days. Yeah, I've um, I've hired over a thousand people now for all of our companies. And I cannot tell you how many times I hear things and I see things and I go, who raised you? <laughs> what on earth? Who, who told you this was okay? Who taught you that this was like, this was the real world? And then on the other side though, I see people that I'm like, I want to meet your parents. Right, right. I want to, I want to meet the people that raised someone like you. And I yeah. want to learn from them because you are an incredibly generous, hardworking, kind, disciplined, caring, value creation human being. Because you get it from a young age. Like some people just get it and you're like, wow, that, that kid is going places. Yeah. And you and, could tell, you could tell. And on behalf of all entrepreneurs and employers out there, a lot of parents are handing them off to an employer. If you think about it, right? you leave the home and you're off working somewhere. If you're not starting a business, you're working in a business and you're part of a business family and you're part of a culture and a team. And your contribution to that team is directly related to how you were raised. It's, it's almost inescapable. And so on behalf of all the people hiring the next generation and employing them and trying to raise them up to be great humans, further the, you know, further the baton, please, parents listening, mimic the environment of the real world, and it will do your kids the best service possible. Give them love, give them guidance. But don't don't protect them from actual sacrifice and unselfishness. That's and right. Of course, don't. We're not saying rough them up, but let them have some experiences. Let them have some struggles. Let them understand that sacrifice and selfishness and teamwork and and being a value creation kid, as Scott's book teaches, is like this is critical to your future success. And so they'll be so prepared to succeed once they leave your house, if you've done these things. But if you haven't, they're going to be living in that that bu- that selfie bubble where everything revolves around them and they won't know what hits them when the real world comes at them. Yeah, I talk about this in the book. I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show, but I had a friend, he's a mentor of ours, Tom and Georgia Barnett. He owns 100 Burger Kings here in town. And he's a total stud, right? And they are great parents. And one thing he told me one time is, raise your kids two years older than they are. Oh, interesting. He said, try to teach your kids the future. Try to teach them about the response. Give them responsibility earlier than what society says their age deserves. And they will rise to the occasion and they will match the environment of that future. So when you are, you know, six years, five, six years old, start cooking, start chopping, start making meals, right? Did you know a five-year-old can do laundry? Yeah. You, you couldn't imagine that. Most parents right. hear this right now. He even he even took it to the degree of like, I've got my, when my kid was like 12, he was helping us with taxes. He was learning like the, the, the ways of the family. When he was 14, he was driving a car. Wow. It, and, they, and I don't know, I'm not going to publicly say this is a good idea, but they would go into the field, like into the country, and he would teach his son to drive at 14. And it wasn't necessarily the legal thing to do. So I'm not saying this is the idea, but he said he immediately felt way more responsible for everything in his life 
when we had him play up. So we always raised our kids. He's, this is his words. We raised our kids at least two years older than what they were. And so by the time, by the time they were 16, they were fully functional. They were capable right. adults. They were handling everything. They were handling their business. They were incredible humans. And to this day, they're constantly ahead of their peers by a mile. That's what it means to build a, an environment that your kids can match the real world at home, because that does them the greatest service you could possibly do as a parent. Yeah, I, I think we said it all, Scott. Well said. Uh, it, this went a different direction than originally planned, but I think it was exactly what needs to be said. And uh, if you mirror that environment that your kids are going to mature into, they will be ready to succeed. They will not be afraid, shocked, intimidated. And we really hope you found value in today's show. Follow the show. Uh, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Share it with a friend. Smart Money Parenting Show. We're trying to give you snippets of value that can help you and your families create kids that are valuable contributors. They're smart, not spoiled. They're succeeding and they are ready to just take on the world. So thanks again for listening and uh, we'll catch you again soon. Leave us a review too, folks. If you're listening to the end and you've listened to all our episodes, the reviews are the best way we know that you're loving it. So send we us a review. appreciate the tell reviews us, for sure. Tell us how you feel. Next episode, we're probably going to read some of them. And uh, thanks so much, guys, for all your time. Take care, your rock star parents. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, guys. It takes more than money if you want to succeed. They got to know what to do with it. They got to take the lead. Got to give them confidence. Got to make them smart. If your kids are going to thrive, now's the time to start. Smart money parenting. Smart money parenting.